0: On October 10, 2019, three-year-old Arabella Parker suffered a brutal beating by her mother's boyfriend, Jared Burgess. In the media frenzy that followed, several questions arose surrounding the history of abuse, the alleged reports, and who's to blame. After the child's death on November 22nd, 2019, one question remains prominent. How do we prevent this from happening again? Bringing you the facts of the case of the murder of three-year-old Arabella Parker. This is About Last Night, a true crime podcast. Produced by Harv Productions, LLC. (coughs) Welcome back to About Last Night. I'm your host, Anna Wiest, an advocate for justice. Frances Scarcella will be joining me today to interview Sarah DelCamp. Sarah is another sister of Samantha and aunt of Arabella, but Sarah has taken on a role slightly different from her sisters, Mandy and Lucinda, who we heard from in episode two. Since her niece was brutally beaten on October 10, 2019, Sarah has defended her family, including her sister. Locals may recognize her name from her activity on social media, where she has consistently maintained this position we have another guest on the show today. Um, do you just wanna go ahead and introduce yourself? I am Arabella's
1: aunt, Sarah.
0: So we have heard from several of Arabella's relatives so far on the show. So do you wanna like explain um, the nature of like your relationship with Arabella?
1: We were actually really close. Um, she was a very fun loving kid, always happy, smiling, running around.
0: And what about, like, your relationship with Samantha and Jared at the time?
1: Well, my relationship with Sam was kind of estranged, uh, really, because she didn't really talk to me. And before he got, she got with him, we were actually very, very close.
0: Though she may be known for defending her own family, Sarah certainly did not spend her time defending Jared Burgess. Right from the get-go during our interview, she made it clear that she was not a fan of her sister's ex-boyfriend. So when she got with Jared, there was more of a distance put between the two of you? Yes,
1: um, she pretty much hid everything. Didn't really say much of anything, nothing really.
0: Do you think that was a theme that um, kind of happened with other members of your family as well when Jared came into the picture?
1: Oh yeah, she really didn't talk much to any of us, really. It was just him, her, and Arabella.
0: And um, do you think that this was already kind of a way that he was trying to protect himself from everyone finding out?
1: Oh, absolutely. Even when my mom had any kind of suspicion on anything, he would take Sam's phone from her and wouldn't let her say anything.
2: So did you, before this, would even uh, all of this, the incident occurred itself? Was he abusive to her that you knew about?
1: Um, I can't remember when it was, but I know it was in the summertime. She had asked me to bring her something to their house when they lived on Reagan Street and she came outside for it and I could see black and blues on her face. And, and what did you say? I, I asked her, I was like, what is on your face? She goes, oh, it must've been from a cupcake and brushed it off.
0: And what I was did like, you do for I that? said,
1: no, I was like, that's not a cupcake. I'm like, that's a black and blue on your face. And then he came out and- the conversation was over.
2: Did he ever get in arguments with you?
1: No, nope, I, I've i never even spoke to him, ever.
2: To this day, even through everything, you've never, nothing? Nope. He's nothing. never called you from jail or anything? Nope.
0: Nothing.
1: nope.
0: And what about his mom?
1: I never talked to her either. I have nothing to say to really either one of them. Mm-hmm.
2: But you do with Samantha.
0: Sarah is the only one among her other sisters who continues to speak to Samantha while she serves time in prison. Before we delve into that situation, here is Sarah's recalling of the events on October 10th and the time leading up to them.
2: Let's go backwards to the day of the incident. Where were you? Tell us the whole that whole day from start to finish.
1: Um, I was at home and I got a phone call from Lucinda and she said that she thought that Arabella was in trouble. She was in the hospital. And I instantly tried to get a hold of Sam and no phone calls, no nothing. So of course we were starting to worry because nobody was answering. So we eventually did end up going up to the hospital and they let us in.
2: So when you got into the hospital, which it was a it was late night. So did you get there that night or early in the morning?
1: It was that. No, it was the next the following day. The following day. Okay. Yeah. So
2: they were already up there. Yeah. Throughout the night. So did you talk to her on the phone at all, or did you just the first time you talked to her was back at the hospital?
1: Back at the hospital.
2: So you get into the hospital and you and you see her. And what does she tell you from there? Because now before you answer, she lied.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay.
2: So we we already it's already established that she did lie. So what did she tell you? in the hospital that day. Did she tell you at any point, and I'm gonna ask it point blank, mm-hmm. that this child was struck?
1: She did tell me that um, Jared grabbed her by her throat and had her up against the wall. And that's all she said. And then she said when she fell, she started having a seizure. And that's all she told me. And uh, honestly, that's all I wanted to hear. Right, and at so-
0: that moment, did, did you believe like that story?
1: I did believe it because I had no reason not to
2: and we already have pretty much established that that samantha herself did not strike her child right at, at, to the point of of what has happened so she tells you that that i would just want to clarify for people that are listening she she told you that she, that jared burgess grabbed arabella not her grabbed arabella right and put her up against the wall yes she didn't say that he th- Tossed her across the room and she nope. missed the sofa. No. Nope. Didn't say any of that. No. Nope. So, was Jared there when she was talking to you or did she pull you off to the side? No,
1: he was not there. He was already in jail by the time she talked to me about it. We'll be
0: back after this. When my car is giving me a hard time, BNS Automotive is the first place I call. Located on Front Street in Sunbury, they have been servicing vehicles for 16 years. It's the place I trust to provide quality work at a fair price that I can afford. Providing all your automobile needs, including inspections, oil changes, tune-up services, alignments, and more. Call BNS Automotive at 570-495-4963. BNS Automotive, quality vehicle work for less.
2: So then you guys are at the hospital. You, you, you start to hear the condition of yeah. the child. And what goes through your mind at that point?
1: I was scared for her. I was wondering what kind of life she would really ever have. Just a lot of things went through my mind.
0: And before this, did you have any knowledge of like prior incidents or anything happening before?
1: With Arabella?
0: Yes, with Arabella. No,
1: with just Sam.
0: So you knew that there was kind of some. Did you know, like, there was physical abuse between Jared and Sam?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I saw the bruises on her. Mm-hmm.
0: But you weren't aware of anything like this. No. With Arabella. Nope.
2: And I get it that everybody says that people could do things, and there's much more that could have been done. And 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 I know you're. I've been a big, uh, defending your family's name on that all over the place, and it's, it's easier said than done. But when you found out about the abuse. Uh, that was going on did you go to anybody did you call anybody did you call first of all sam uh, arabella's biological father or did you call anybody that you knew children and youth anybody at that point
1: no because at that point she was already in the hospital everything was already done and children and youth was already at the hospital
2: not talking about there i'm talking about prior to when when you found out that when you saw samantha with bruises on her at that point did you go no. to your mom did you go to anybody
1: no well i, I told my mom yeah. and my mom knew about right. sam being abused by him and but... again i'm not
2: i'm just saying because it's, it's easier said than done and people are right. adults and they live their own lives but did you did it cross your mind to call somebody at that point and say you know get over to this house because if this is happening here it could be happening elsewhere
1: well i like i said i did say something to my mom and my mom was concerned for sam but at that point we had no no reason to believe that anything was going on with arabella
2: well i do know at that point then your mom went and filed to try to get she did custody of the is, is that after this abuse on samantha was happening or were you out of it, the loop it honestly
1: might have even been before i'm not really sure
2: and then so she was late to the hearing it gets yeah. tossed out Yeah. what happens to your family at that point what do you guys what do you do
1: i there really wasn't anything at that point we could do because my mom missed the hearing
2: so then We'll we'll fast forward again back to you. You leave the hospital that day, the day of the incident, you're you're there the next morning, you guys leave. What what does she say to you then when you're out of the hospital?
1: She pretty much stuck to that story. That's what happened. He had her against the wall by her throat and she fell to the floor. And she never changed that story? No.
0: So how did you find out that she was thrown? You know what I mean? Like the whole nine that at least was testified to in court?
1: Until he actually had said it. And it was heard out loud by him.
2: Do you blame her for not saying it earlier? Absolutely. And, and with that, so then she decides after, does she call you up and say, hey, while my child is in the... Because we talked the very next day.
1: Yes, we you did. You guys
2: came to the... to the, Yep. And we, and we spoke the very next day. And at that point, she was saying about all the beatings and she was saying about being having to march around and mm-hmm. how the child was... So, but at some point between that Sunday and that Tuesday, a decision was made. Did she call you up and say, Hey, let's jump on the next bus and we're going to go to the Steve Wilco
1: show. Actually still Steve Wilkos contacted my phone and asked me to have her call them. And she wanted me to go with her. And I said, absolutely not. Why? No, I want to know. No, I know what Steve Wilkos does. He makes a complete moron out of you on his shows. so I I would didn't want in any of that
0: so why was she why do you think she was so like willing to go
1: he she thought that he was going to make it sound like she did nothing wrong and everything was fine that's why she wanted to go to make herself look better
2: and did you tell her that that's never gonna happen
1: yeah and that's what I told her from the beginning I was like why would you want to go do that I'm like you're gonna make an idiot out of yourself and that's what happened
2: so when a show comes out, you you obviously watched it. And then oh, absolutely. You, and then you see the community reaction. and yeah. And as much as you want to stick up for your sister, do you think they were wrong for saying a lot of the things that they said about her at the time?
1: Like I said before, Steve was a little extra, but that's why he gets so many ratings.
0: And now a quick word from our sponsors. The America's Hose Company has been serving Sunbury and the surrounding community since 1893. Today, they respond to emergencies with multiple ambulance crews and a tower within the Sunbury Fire Department. Their social club is a hotspot for many Sunbury locals looking for a relaxed environment and a home-cooked meal after a long day on the job. Their menu offers the classics along with a new special every day at an affordable price for the whole family. Come and enjoy yourself for good food good drinks, and good friends. Shortly after Samantha returned home from the Steve Volko show, she was arrested. Unlike Mandy and Lucinda, who indicated that they were expecting Samantha's arrest, Sarah said she didn't see it coming.
2: And and with that then, so she comes back from that. At that point, do you have any idea in your mind that she's going to get handcuffed and
1: taken away. No. Nope. You honestly, didn't see it coming. I, I no.
2: Were you there the day she got arrested?
1: No. She went to the state police barracks and they arrested her from there. How did you
0: find out that she was arrested?
1: I'm not sure honestly. I think Mandy might have told me because they contacted Mandy.
0: And what were you thinking at the time? Were you you know, you said you weren't waiting for it. So what's going through your head then when you find out?
1: I was a little upset at first, but honestly, it's probably for the best. Not gonna lie.
2: Which means why, why do you say that?
1: Because she left it all happen. She was there, witnessed it, did nothing to help her out. And that's not what you do as a parent.
2: So we've talked to your other sisters mm-hmm. and Amanda, and it seems like everybody is kind of just now pushed away from her. And especially since the trial happened and obviously she was found uh, guilty of the charges that she was and sentencing is coming up. And huh? and I know that's gonna be a hard day for, for everybody around. Do you think the the jury was right?
1: They were. I mean, I don't know about the uh, what was the first one she got sentenced for or found guilty for. It was um, the third degree aggravated assault. I think that was a little extra because she didn't actually hit Arabella or harm her, but she did put her in harm's way.
2: Did you think by her testifying against uh, Jared that it was going to help
1: her? No, she said that she thought it was going to, but. I, no, I knew it wasn't going to at all.
0: Sarah talks to Samantha frequently. Despite her sister's mistakes, she said she just can't give up on her.
2: So, again, with that all coming up, and you're the only one that kind of talks to her right now, correct? Yes. My mom mom does, too. But why do you?
1: Sam and I were always close as kids, and it was always Mandy and Lou and Sam and I. So kind of hard to think of your sibling in that way like she didn't help her child or why didn't she help her child so it I just can't I just can't give up on her she's my blood
2: and with that so you talk to her pretty much every day from jail or every other day or whatever she about calls
1: two to three times a week
2: and what's her what's her mind status right now
1: well she's not excited about sentencing I know that but other than that, she seems to be okay.
2: Did she accept the, the jury's decision? I mean, is she, does she take any responsibility from what she has told you?
1: Uh, well, they're trying to fight the aggravated assault charge. That's why the, she said the first sentencing was supposed to be uh, prolonged. So I'm like, I, I don't know. She she says she wish she would have done something more to help her, but you can't bring that back it's already happened
2: was she a good mother i think so how do you how do you justify towards,
1: uh, well towards the end like maybe the last
2: so let me cut let me cut year. you off let me cut you off and and you know me i'm gonna ask yeah you. so <laughs> for you to say that she was a good mother she she left her child live in a house with a convicted sex offender is that true or
1: false? It, that's true
2: that child was left alone in that house while she was out doing whatever she was doing with a convicted sex offender true or false true now i'm gonna ask you again was samantha del camp a good mother
1: okay before she moved in with the sex offender she was a good mom then when that happened it kind of all went downhill from there
2: as in what
1: uh she was drinking a lot she on drugs absolutely yeah what what? Uh, i'm pretty sure cocaine and heroin
2: at the time of all of this she was or no, prior to? prior to. So when she gets with Jared, they, she kind of stops doing
1: yeah. drugs? I think she smoked pot, but who in America does not smoke pot?
2: <laughs> so, right. So so basically you're saying prior to when Arabella was born, she... Because she, that's her only child, correct? Right. So she was very... She was happy about yeah. having this child. She, yeah. She was, how about the child's biological father? What happened between those two that kind of, they separated?
1: They they fought a lot as well. They were always arguing. I'm pretty sure he even hit Sam a couple times. And then when he was arrested for the DUI, he went to jail and she just moved on.
2: So let's talk about the DUI. Who was driving?
1: She says him, but she was going to take the blame for him because he had prior DUIs.
2: So when police arrived, who, who got charged?
1: Pretty sure it was him.
2: But she, but she tells you she was going to say she was driving the car. Yeah, and Arabella breaks her
1: leg in that, in that accident. No, that was when she was still with Jared. Arabella broke her leg.
2: And how? How?
1: Sam said she tripped up a step.
2: Now, what do you believe?
1: I'm sure it was something Jared did to her.
2: So, I mean, I, we appreciate you being honest and 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 telling the truth about these things. So, what would you like to see happen? from this point forward, obviously, she's going to be sentenced. Uh, there's gonna be appeals and it's gonna, you know, that's just the, the how the court systems work, but what would you like to see happen? And I, I know Anna's gonna ask you about the, the, the reports to the children and youth and all mm-hmm. the changes, but for me, I'd like to know, what would you like to see happen for her right now?
1: As in her going to jail or? Yes. Uh, yeah, like well, what
0: would you like to see come out of the sentencing?
1: Well, I don't, I don't know as messed up as it sounds i really don't want her to spend the rest of her life in jail but she needs to learn from her mistakes and however long that takes i guess
0: that's up to her really we'll be back after this shawley insurance agency is an independent insurance company that has been family owned and operated since 1985. when you enter their branches in lewisburg and sealants grove you will be welcomed by local agents who understand your needs and want to help you find the right coverage at the best price. Locally-based and community-oriented, Shally Insurance will help you protect what you love. Head to ShallyAgency.com for more information. Shally Insurance Agency, we are here to help. At this point in the conversation, I had some questions. Sarah indicated that she was not aware of any prior abuse to Arabella. But her sisters had told us that they were and were making reports to children and youth. So I'm thinking that there was some sort of disconnect here. So, you know, you said that you weren't making, like, you weren't aware of anything happening with Arabella before this incident. So obviously you weren't making reports or anything. But other um, relatives of yours that we have talked to, Mandy, Lucinda, um, and then Amanda Parker, Arabella's Mm -hmm. sister, like they all told us that they were making reports. They were. Um, So were you like aware of them thinking that something was happening with Arabella? And you were aware of them making reports? Yep. And then, um, you know, they said nothing really came from that. So what's your opinion on that whole situation about them making reports and nothing really happening from that?
1: I think that children and youth could have done a lot more investigating than what they did. And it seemed like they just brushed it off and didn't care. Like they bother people that have less fewer problems than what Arabella was going through, and they care more about other children than what they do on abuse allegations. And did you make any reports to them? I didn't. Nope.
2: So you see how that kind of sounds, though. Yeah. You can blame them, but but if you kind of knew and didn't call them on on, as well. So I know they did get a bunch of phone calls, and I and I would imagine that you were relying on the fact that Amanda called and Mandy called and all that. Pretty much. So you knew what was going
0: on. Yeah. And how, you know, aware were you of them not coming out? Like, you know, Mandy said they were coming to her house for a little they bit. Were. They were stopping up there. Um, we also heard that they were potentially messaging Jared. They were. They were sending that. him messages. So on like on how? Yeah. So what'd you know about all that kind of stuff?
1: I'd never even heard of, of uh, children and youth, doing that. Uh-huh. Um, I thought that they just were supposed to show up. Yeah. If you're there, you're there, and you're supposed to call them back to, for them to come back. Did you ever read any of the messages? No.
0: So how did Sam tell you guys about that? Yeah. And what was her kind of opinion on it? Like, did she know? She was not. She know that all you guys were, or not you, but you know that the yeah. some of your family were making calls. Oh yeah, she
1: knew. Especially my mom. My mom was not quiet about it. She even posted it on Facebook that she was calling them and Uh doing what she could to try to get Arabella away.
0: We'll be right back.
2: So I'll play devil's advocate and say, yes, everybody was making the phone calls and, and reports were made. And I think that's pretty much proven. But do you not believe that at some point when they did show up or whatever the case may be, that she had the opportunity, which she said she never did, but she had the opportunity to talk to Children Youth and say, listen, I need to get out of here because I'm getting beat. My child's getting beat. Yep. And do you not put, I mean. She should
1: have. Obviously that was her way out. Right. But
2: so with that being said, and, the, and, and, and make no mistake again, reports are made and, and children, youth, uh, we've already discussed uh, the thoughts on that and how that came to be. But I do believe that if, if Samantha herself would have, would have pulled one of them aside yeah. at any given time and said, this is what's going on.
1: And she could have, she could have told Correct. many of people. Even the speech therapist Arabella went to, she could have told them as well. Well, he was in the car. It doesn't matter if he's in the car, he's in the car. He's not listening to what you're saying.
2: Right, which brings me back to the point to say, is Samantha Delcamp a good mother?
1: (laughs) I guess I could say no.
2: And I know that's tough for you because it's it your blood and it's your sister, it I, I get it. But if you add them all up and I understand, and I think everybody understands it's the families, I mean, you're a family, so yeah. nobody wants to see those bad things happen. But at the end of the day, there has to be responsibility and there has to be people held accountable for it. Yep. And I mean, you sat here and said yourself that she has to learn the lessons from that. So yeah. do you think she has throughout your thing? I mean, does she, does she talk about Arabella? Does she, she miss does. Arabella? Every
1: day she talks about her.
2: Does she say what she would have done differently?
1: She doesn't say
2: that. But do you think in her own self that she processes that? I'm sure
1: she does by now. I mean, it's been almost three years.
2: And how about you? What would you have done differently throughout this whole process?
1: I myself probably should have taken it upon myself to go file for the, the custody instead of my mom doing it.
2: Again, you—I know. I mean, I know you personally. So you have children of your own that you mm. that you look after. And say, could you ever imagine? No. I mean, even prior to this, as your family, could you ever imagine anything like this? Nope. Coming to strike you?
1: I would take someone out if it had to do with my children.
2: And and how about uh, the media coverage of it throughout the whole way? What what were your thoughts?
1: No, oh, it's been crazy. Honestly, <laughs> like so much stuff from so many different people, good and bad. I'd rather the good than the bad because bad makes me mad. (laughs)
2: Right, Right. and and obviously, I mean, you've made several. Oh yeah, you're not you're not quiet uh, in the social (laughs) media in the social media world. Not at all. I see something
1: I don't like, and and, I comment right on it. And
2: that's okay, but (laughs) uh, but, and I think that's why one of the reasons why we really wanted to have you on to discuss because you never really got to sit down and and say your piece. Yeah. So again, we appreciate that and. what part of now knowing what you know that she could have told children youth do you, you really truly believe could change in the in the system?
1: I think if something's going wrong, you shouldn't stay quiet about it. That doesn't really help with them knowing what you're going through either. So, I mean, we're to blame as much as children and youth is to blame as well.
0: So, um, I guess I'll say, um, What would you say to Jared? Like, I know you Mm -hmm. said you haven't talked to him, like in, you know what I mean? How many years now?
1: It's almost been three.
0: Yeah. So what would you say to him if you were to talk to him right now?
1: I would ask him why, why he did what he did. And it's really all I have to say to him. I just wanna know why. Mm -hmm. And his answer probably won't even be good enough for me to even care about, honestly, because he lies as much as Sam does.
2: And, and one question we've asked everybody, and it was kind of the, the final question is, if you had the chance, what would you say to Arabella? Oh, man.
1: That I love her, and I wish she was still here, and I wish there was more that I could have done to help her out.
0: By the end of the conversation, Sarah had come to the realization that maybe her sister wasn't a great mother. Maybe she should have reported something or spoke to someone, but at the end of the day, Samantha Delcamp is still her sister, and she hopes that she isn't given a life sentence in two days. This Friday, we will be releasing a special episode covering the sentencing of Samantha Delcamp. Be sure to join us for that and the regular episodes that will continue next week. Thanks for listening.